And I'm Genevieve. Welcome to Let's Adult, the podcast designed to ask the question, are we adulting yet? Join us every Tuesday where we will be discussing the trials and tribulations of adulting in the modern world. We will be sharing our personal stories of all those not-so-cute messes we've made along the way. You can find us streaming now on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. For the last few episodes, we've been asking for your holiday stories, and now that Christmas is upon us, it's time to share them. We have been receiving stories through messages, emails, and word of mouth, and today we're going to read a few of our favorites. Yes, I'm so excited. From our listener, Jenna. What brings me joy is my family. All together, we play bingo, trivia, and Yankee swap. It's such a good time, but this year will be a little different. So true, Jenna. I know. You know, the only reason I know what Yankee swap is, is because of The Office. (laughs) (laughs) I, everything I've learned as an adult is from the office. Well, that's just how the world works, isn't it? I guess I mean, so. Yeah. Anyone who needs to learn how to be an adult, just watch the office from start to, well, maybe not past season six. Cause that's when Michael leaves and Michael, let's face it, is really our teacher. Um, when it comes to adulting, <laughs> he's doing it right. <laughs> there's, there's a rough season. The season after Michael leaves is a rough season, but after that, it picks up a little bit. I mean, you know me, I'm an office worshiper. Um, Mm -hmm. I actually recently just went and bought a Dwight sticker at the strapping store because she had restocked on a bunch of office um, charge keys of sorts. (laughs) Um, So yes, I will watch it all the time. But um, when Michael leaves, it does get a little little sad he's just such a keystone of that like entire series yeah he's a he's a what not to do yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) for sure very cringy very cringy very cringy in a in a fantastically good way yes um i did clarify with uh jana after she sent this to me first of all i hope i hope i'm saying your name correctly it's either jenna or jana um gotcha but uh, she's a listener of ours and a fantastic person in regards to um, taking control over your <clears throat> body image. I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm saying that. I don't know if control is the right word, but just accepting your body for who you are. Anyway, yeah. she's a she's a really cool person. And I'm so glad she's part of our family because I love following her on Instagram. <laughs> and I reached out to her and clarified what's going to be different this year. And her response was, like most of us, we're just not going to be together this year. Yeah. And um, my family specifically, we're doing a, a, a Zoom or Skype Christmas. Mm-hmm. And everybody has mailed their presents to everybody, even though we live, you know, a couple miles apart from each other. They've either been dropped off or mailed to each other. And we're just going to turn on Zoom and open everything up together as if we were together. And I'm not, I can't see you being able to do Yankee swap in that way, but definitely yeah. trivia and bingo would be pretty fun. And yeah. I could see yeah. that, that going into a really creative, fun direction. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. Thank you for your share. Absolutely. <clears throat> so the next one we have is from Jera, and I might be saying that wrong. J-E-R-R-A. Um, this story is about keeping the traditions alive. And this listener writes, my favorite tradition growing up was Christmas Eve. 
We would get brand new jammies and all change into them. And then all the kids in the family, whether it was just me and my brothers or if cousins were visiting, would always spend the night together in the same room and we would stay up super late watching Christmas movies and eating snacks. This kept going honestly until like three years ago (laughs) when me and my hubby had our first kid. But even as a married couple, we would still go and stay the night. We also watch Christmas Vacation as a family every year, and before we moved out, we would decorate the tree the same night, too. My brothers would complain the entire time and hang all their ornaments in one spot while my mom and I tried to fix it. Now that I'm married and have my own kids, we kept the new pajama tradition alive. We also grab coffee and go see the Christmas lights downtown every year, and that's one of my favorite nights of the season. I have to agree. I just did that last night, actually, looking did at Christmas you? lights in the Fab 40s. Are That's they up? They're up. They're up. Okay. Because yeah. Dove yeah. Court didn't do their thing this year. Oh, they didn't? No. no. Yeah, they're up in the Fab 40s, but um, I don't know if you've ever done that path before. It is very, very popular. So it is stop and go traffic. Um, the horses from Old Sack with the mm-hmm. carriages come down and mm-hmm. you can pay to do rides through the neighborhood with the horses. Um, people rent limousines. So those are like kind of peppered through the lines of cars that are trying to go through. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's uh, always been a tradition right after getting the Christmas tree and then a couple of drinks mm-hmm. <laughs> at like Hilltop or the Raven or something. Oh, new. yes. Oh, the Raven. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, something nice, dingy and dirty. And, and, then, <laughs> and then we go shower ourselves with um, cleansing Christmas lights right after the debauchery. And that's, yes. always, that's always been the tradition. I love that. Yeah. We do it every year as well. I think that that's just a... Um, something that happens in a lot of hometowns, but definitely in ours. Um, and I know that uh, Jara lives in our town. So I'm mm-hmm. assuming that she is also driving up and down the fab forties with the rest mm-hmm. of us. Yeah. <laughs> but um, every single year I look at those horses and think someday, someday I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. And I recently looked into it and it's really, really expensive. It is. I do not doubt it. It is unbelievably, it's insanely expensive. Like, I almost feel like, just go buy your own horse. I was just going to say, <laughs> I wonder what the permits would be like just to oh god get a horse, like bring your own horse down there. Do you need a permit? Can you just like, you know, cowboy oh. that stuff downtown? And Yeah, you can ride your horse wherever you want. Is that a thing? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're... Um, up by where I live, people ride horses all the time. I mean, I'm close to the river, but there's horses on the side of the road and yeah, there's no laws. I don't think there's laws against riding your horse downtown. Okay. All right. Well, something to look into then. I guess we're buying a horse. (laughs) I'm going to trade my Subaru in for a Mustang. Exactly. (laughs) A literal Mustang. Love it. No, I'm not going to do that. My Subaru is way too cozy. But the point that I'm trying to make is that someday I'm going to do the horse-drawn carriage with the family. Yeah. And uh, until then, I'm going to be in my warm Subaru with the Christmas music going. Exactly. It's just as good, sort mm-hmm. of. It, it, it's it's perfect. Yeah. yeah. You know, I last year, side note, last year we went the first weekend of December because we were trying to avoid the crowds. Mm-hmm. And there were no lights. And I thought, oh, my God, what what happened? Did they decide yeah. not to do it? And it turns out that they put up their lights like the second or 
third week of December, maybe the second mm-hmm. week. It's not the first weekend, which shocks me. I don't yeah. know why that shocks me, but it does. Yeah. So this year I thought, okay, well, we're, we're going to wait a little bit. And then just last night I thought, oh my God, this is the last weekend. Yeah. <laughs> we missed it. So we, this is on a weekday. Today. It's probably better. I mean, weekday. I feel so bad for the people in the fob forties. Cause I've, I've talked to some of them or heard stories from others mm-hmm. that live in the, in that neighborhood. And it's just, it's so awful for them trying to get out of their driveway to go to work or do anything. And that might be why they don't put Christmas lights up until later, because as we know, if you build it, they will come mm-hmm. and maybe three, two and a half, three weeks is already more than enough time when they can't get out of their driveway. They're like, I put my foot down at the first week of December. This will be mine. Mine will, I will conquer my own driveway the first week of December. I get it. But I also feel like if you're going to move into the fabulous forties, you just know that that's what's happening. Yeah. I mean, you could always be a, a Scrooge and be one of the houses that's not lit up. There's always, you know, a handful of them. Yeah, and we're. Gonna I agree them, with you. We'll give them the benefit of the doubt and and say maybe they're they don't believe in Christmas or they don't yeah. or they're too old to put them up or whatever. But right. for our listeners who don't live in our area, we're talking about multi million dollar mansions. Yes, like this is the reason it's called the Fab Forties is because all of these gigantic mansions mm-hmm. are in on the the forties. <clears throat> excuse me, the forty blocks. Mm-hmm. 41, 42, 43. And when people move into the fabulous forties, it's almost an expectation that you are going to give out full-size candy bars on Halloween and you're mm-hmm. going to decorate for Christmas. And it's just going to be inconvenient for you for three weeks out of the year. And I feel like that's just what you sign up for when you buy one of those houses. Yeah. That's, that's the price. In addition to the, you know, couple of million dollars you just dropped on the house. Also, I can't even imagine. Yeah. (laughs) Like the million fine. You win the lottery, you drop the million, but just the property tax on that. Like, Oh God, God. I can't, let's not, let's not go down a dark rabbit hole. It's a happy place. It's a happy place. It's a happy place. Right. Okay. So the next little tidbit here is from Nikki and she is freaking phenomenal. One of my favorite people on the planet. I met her while traveling through, where were we? South Carolina. And we were um, youth hostel roommates. And when I was checking in, I got to tell this story because it's so great. When we, when I was checking in, this bouncy little redheaded young woman with curly, beautiful, amazing hair, like literally bounced into the office and was like, hi, I'm Nikki. I'm here to check in. And my first response after traveling all day was calm the fuck down. Yeah. Yeah, you're, I'm going to need you to dial that back just a little bit. I don't know what you're on, but I've been traveling for hours and I need you to just relax. 32 seconds later, I was like, we're best friends forever. What is all of your contact information? <laughs> I was, and then we spent the next two days together. Like we went on tours together. We hung out together. It was amazing. And she lives in Texas. I live in California and we still you know, talk on the phone or through Instagram. And she's just an amazing, incredible person. And I'm so grateful that she ended up in my uh, room. (laughs) So anyway, she reached out and said, in my professional life, the last three years, I've gone every year to a neighborhood called Deerfield and we make hot cocoa and go see the lights. It's usually rainy for some reason. LOL. <laughs> Thank you, Nikki. <laughs> that's I mean, that's probably part of the tradition now though, right? The, the rain. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Because hot, the hot cocoa, cocoa. Mm-hmm. hot cocoa is much better in the rain anyway. You're going to need it to yeah. like really chilly up or, you know, get that yeah. cozy kind of vibe going. How do people in warm areas, like in Arizona, I know it's a desert and it gets cold at night. So maybe mm-hmm. that's not a great example, but I'm thinking about like warm areas like Louisiana. Yeah. And it's Christmas time and they're driving through wherever to see the lights yeah. and it's 80 degrees and hundred percent humidity. Do you guys drink hot cocoa? Like what's your tradition? Right. <laughs> I want to hear from the warm weather people. Yeah. Well, and now speaking from the East Coast, for the most part, everywhere in America does get colder during during this time of year. Um, so I think it's all relative to them, right? Um, and with water and the air, any type of humidity, it actually gets much colder once the temp goes down because now the air, the water in the air is really cold as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know this from being in San Francisco, right? Like every time I bring people to San Francisco or to the Bay area for the first time, I will have to explain to them that they're going to need a better jacket or ideally like, um, the little shells or windbreakers windbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. And they're they're like, I don't understand why it's the weather says it's going to be like 70 there. I'm like, no, 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 just Mm -mm. trust me. Cause as soon as you get down there, the water and the, in the air combined with the wind, like whacking you in the face, it gets cold. It's, I don't know what it is. It just feels 10 degrees colder than it actually feels like icicles are cutting through your skin. It's exactly. <laughs> and there's no ice. There's no exactly snow. It. There's no ice. Uh, people in the Bay Area or in San Francisco don't have air conditioners because there's no reason them. for it. Yeah. And every year the fog rolls in and it, everything drops and it's cold and yes. icy and yes. there's no reason for them. So whenever there's some sort of heat wave, which happens every once in a while, everyone in San Francisco is dying because it's 78 degrees or something like that. I've never had to another that. <laughs> yes. And in the Central Valley where we live, we're like, 78? 70, absolutely. Are you kidding? That's a dream. For 70. It's 110 where we oh, are. <laughs> I do not miss that. But yes, so so um, it does get colder out there. Like even in Louisiana, Texas especially does get, does get colder. My cousin is in Waco, Texas right now. Um, and there's just different traditions, right? But you're you're probably onto something. Maybe hot chocolate is not the drink of choice. Maybe it's some uh, nice chili cocktail. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't really know what the um, what are those holiday like mule? Is it called mulled wine or um, yeah, mulled wine, mulled wine mm-hmm. or hot toddies or any? Yeah, like well, I've hot never are my drink of choice. But then, I've never again, had any of those. You know, I'm, a hot hot beverage. Yeah. Well, I've never had any of those. I have no idea yeah. what they taste like. They, it, as soon as you say the word brandy, I'm like, right. I'll no. just stick to wine. I don't know. The <laughs> but maybe that's what they do instead. Maybe the great thing about hot toddies, uh, is it is any, any brown booze of choice. I like, I will just make it with whatever I have in, in, on the bar shelf that year. Um, but it is absolutely delicious. I make mine with a ton of clove, um, and a ton of lemon juice, but basically Mm. you're just, uh, boiling a simple syrup with kind of clove and cinnamon or whatever else you want to throw in there. Traditionally, Mm. you know, speaking, it just needs to have the clove and the lemon and the honey and that's a hot toddy, but, um, you can spice it up the way you like it. Anyway, uh, Yeah, definitely. Something yeah. to look forward to the next time we're allowed to be together. Yeah. 
And, and since we're sharing family stories, uh, I, yeah. the reason why hot toddies are actually my favorite um, is because I was introduced to them at a very young age. I have a, a grandmother in Northern California that's um, very old school um, and more kind of in the rural area. And she would give us children hot toddies whenever we would have a cold. <laughs> oh, so, this is like the same grandmother and during the era when like you just rubbed whiskey on their mm-hmm. teething gums and that's you know or they were fussy at night it was just like a nice little oh we'll rub some whiskey on their gums yeah um, so I got introduced to hot toddies at a young age in that household <laughs> right my mom was brandy I think that's why I don't like it anymore she'd yep. make hot brandy with lemon in it and yeah. make us drink it and it was like this is so gross I hate it <laughs> I just have the cousin please uh, how funny she thought it was more uh, healthier. I don't know what she thought, but no, yeah, it's no. fine. We love yeah. her. We- I didn't die. I didn't die. So. We're both we're both standing, sitting right here. Here we yeah. are. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally stable people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. We're just not going to touch that one, and we're going to okay. nod our heads and say mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes. So our next story is from Amy. Um, So this one, she says, I personally don't remember too many crazy things happening at this time of year from my childhood. I do remember being stuck in a car for hours to drive to my grandmother's house in Stockton when we lived in Sonora. A few times we never made it because of weather, mostly fog. My father hates to drive in fog. We would always get an extra gift on those times, which was only twice, but we got to go to the store and pick what we wanted from thrift Thrifties. Oh my gosh, I totally forgot about thrifties. <laughs> is that crazy? When I, first, I was like, thrifties, why is that familiar? Oh, right, yeah. ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my God. Go thrifties. for the food. Yeah. Um, ice cream cones. Yes. Mm-hmm. Thrifties ice cream cones. They were hella cheap, always looked like a push pop. <laughs> yes, when it came out of the scoop. Um, who cared if it was foggy and cold? The mint chip ice cream. That was OMG. Oh my gosh. Um, I wonder if they still have any Rite Aid uh, at, that still have these ice creams. They do, actually. I'm pretty sure um, Rite Aid is gone, but Thrifties is not. I, we just have to figure out where it is. This no, is there's, the a Rite, there's a Rite Aid right down the street from us. Um, that it's has, still in business? Still in business and still has ice cream. Mm-hmm. No way. Yeah, it's not 25 cents anymore, but yeah, they have it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. I thought all the Rite Aids were bought out by CVS. So there's still some standing. Maybe it's a CVS. Maybe it's, but it has the ice cream. That's all that matters. It has the ice cream. And I I think unless I'm stroking out, it has the Rite Aid sign on it too. We should go on a field trip. Genevieve, field trip. Let's do a field trip. Okay. <laughs> all right. Sorry, so, Amy. Go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, Amy. So we did always have the aunt and uncle from Modesto that without fail, were always late. My grandparents would actually tell them to be there three hours before everyone else because we all knew they would be late. <laughs> Maybe once they were not late, but more often than not, they would definitely be late. <laughs> My aunt, Danette, uh, also would make an oatmeal container full of cookies. An oatmeal container, like a whole oatmeal container. 
I hope so. That sounds I amazing. I hope so too. Uh, <laughs> oh, I remember the way her snickerdoodles tasted. Even now, I can still remember that taste. It's a distinctive taste. Only her snickerdoodles. She did put other flavors, but I just love the snickerdoodles. Um, yeah, I second this motion of an entire oatmeal container full of cookies as a tradition. And that I'm thinking, I'm thinking the, the Costco size, like the Costco. Well, naturally, that's where our brains are going. Yeah, yeah, not the cute little. Yeah. Grocery store ones, but absolutely not. Don't skip on the cookies. <laughs> yeah. The big, gigantic end of the world Costco size. That's what I want full of cookies. Please. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like it. I'm commandeering that as a new tradition. Yes. For myself. But only myself. Like, I don't give them out. I just make myself a large container of cookies. <laughs> Is that an okay tradition? I love it. I, I mean, absolutely love it. it. We're, you know, we're doing changing things hey, up this year, right? We don't, we don't food shame in this podcast. That's exactly it. You need you to, you do whatever you need to do. Thank you. Our listener, Heather, writes in that every year we would spend Christmas Eve at my grandmother's house. She would make these large sandwich platters. We would open gifts and spend the whole or spend time with the cousins. Towards the end of the night, my cousins and I would sneak up to the top of my grandmother's large staircase and slide down on piles of blankets we found around the house. A couple of years ago, as adults, we did it again. (laughs) (laughs) One last time before she passed away. That gets me a little choked up. (laughs) Excuse me for a moment. I will always remember those stairs and hope someday to have a house that my grandchildren... Damn. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, deep breath. Okay. A couple of years ago, as adults, we did it again. One last time before she passed away. (laughs) I can't get through this. I will always remember those stairs and hope someday to have a house that my grandchildren can make memories in like we did at grandma's house. Wow, that's so sweet. That was tough. Damn, Heather. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. I think we all have a grandmother, right? That or somebody like that in our lives that we're like gets us it gets us there. Yeah. Gets us in that spot. Yeah. Mm. Oh my goodness. What a fun tradition too. I mean, yeah. aside the fact that this was entirely gut wrenching and just pulling on heartstrings. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> thanks, Heather. Gosh. <laughs> um, yeah, and bonus, Heather spent, sent me the video of this. So we're no. gonna yeah. oh my God, that's so, so we're gonna upload that onto the the Instagram. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So make sure you're following us on Instagram so you can see Heather as an adult sliding down, almost killing herself. When I saw this, she at one point she grabs for the banister and I was like, No, you're gonna rip your arm off. <laughs> Don't grab for anything. Uh, anyway, um, that'll the be uploaded. Are dangerous in in a sort of way, aren't they? <laughs> well, when you're a kid and you're flying down a, a staircase, which I yeah. did, but I mean, like these are wooden stairs. Like there's no carpets. I always did it on carpet. So she's well, fl- wood is far more slippery, right? That's a better slip and slide, like a better. I guess so, but it also seems like death. <laughs> when you're like, a, when you're a child, your bones are very squishy. They're you know? very squishy as you as feel an very adult, easily. though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Squishy. <laughs> I that, is the, that is the anatomical medical term. Uh, I can tell you from grad school. Squishy bones. That's it. That's oh the God. That's my that's my new cringe thing. Squishy bones is terrible. <laughs> it's terrible. 
Well, I'm glad that Heather didn't break anything when she was plummeting down the stairs. And I'm glad she had this one last hurrah before yes. new traditions were made. Yes. Yes. Great story. Yes. Great story. Bravo. All right. What's so a, what's an episode of Let's Adult if Sonia's not crying, right? <laughs> <laughs> that is the new tradition. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, so the next one I get to read is actually from Sophia. Yay. Because Sophia is technically a listener now. She Uh, is, yeah. Depending on where you picked this up, Sophia is my daughter and was my co-host for the first 20 episodes. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and now she is just doing her thing thing as Mm -hmm. emerging adults do. And uh, she has graced us with a pretty great little story. Um. So she says, every Christmas Eve, my brother and I would open one present. I always knew it was going to be pajamas. One year, my mother assumed that we were too old for pajamas and bought us new sheets instead. Mom, come on. (laughs) She was wrong. Yeah. When I opened my new sheets, I was so disappointed. It's not that I wasn't grateful. Who doesn't love new sheets? I was just upset that our tradition had been disrupted. I felt like Christmas was a bit broken that year. My mom could tell both my brother and I were sad and vowed to never make that assumption again. The following (laughs) year, we opened new pajamas and all was right with the world. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, How Mm -hmm. dare you, mom? Get Mm. sheets. Nobody is too old for pajamas. Apparently not. Apparently not. But, you know, they were going through that age where it was like... Eye roll. Ew. Gross. Yeah. Mom. Uh. And I was like, I, I I, don't know. I felt this is one of those moments where I assumed that doing an adult thing was the right thing to do. You know, like they're growing up and yeah. instead of new pajamas, we should get them new sheets right. instead. You know, it's so like who doesn't love a new pair of sheets? But uh, apparently their inner child was like, no, mom, wrong. You did a wrong, you did a wrong thing right there. <laughs> And I still hear about it still. In fact, just the other day, my, I don't remember which one, either my daughter or my son was like, we're getting pajamas, right? I was like, you're lucky you're getting anything, mister or sister or whoever was the one who said it. Yes. I made the mistake once. I won't do it again. No, but I mean, that's the great thing about traditions and gifts around Christmas time, right? Sometimes it's, yeah. well, it should never be about stuff, 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 but you know, the although that is part of it and it is fun to get stuff. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it shouldn't yeah, be, yeah, right? but we, we all know how we feel about that word. on right. this podcast. <laughs> 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 what I would love to do one day. And I, I think we've, we've done this a couple of times is have all matching pajamas and like take one of those amazing Pinterest pictures in front of the TV or not TV, the um, Christmas but that's not the type of family we are. I don't think that's ever going to happen. And that's okay. Maybe. Maybe one one year. Maybe you should make a goofy one where everyone's just really annoyed to be in the picture. Because that would be pretty accurate, right? <laughs> it would be so accurate. I also, this year, put the pajamas on um, Amazon. And I purchased all of the correct sizes for all of the people. And I received a box full of mediums. So I'm not sure how my gigantic 17-year-old son is going to fit in the mediums, but I'm going to put it under the tree and see. We'll see what, what we need a picture of is just him in his like high water pajamas because they just don't fit. So well. 
I know. It's a good thing he's skinny because he can get into anything. I just don't know what the length is gonna gonna look like. But our last story comes from Selena. And she writes, one year my mom was too tired to wrap our Christmas presents. Who doesn't relate to that? Jesus. <laughs> Everyone. I'm not sure if she didn't think we would notice or care, but my when my brother and I came down on Christmas morning to open our gifts, we realized that they were just placed under the tree, naked, with only bows sitting on top. We declared, this is the worst Christmas ever! Apparently, it's not really about what's inside that counts. <laughs> Christmas morning is about the anticipation of opening the beautifully wrapped gifts. Yeah, there is something to that argument. Yeah. I yeah. That would suck. Yeah, I I mean I, I, what's the point of opening them if you already know what it is? like you could literally walk down the stairs or out of your bedroom, take a look, like a quick scan under the Christmas tree and be like, "Oh, cool, that's what I got." And then go back to bed. I so <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah that would yeah suck. i mean what's the point then to get up suck. for christmas morning you just be like can you just yeah. take a quick selfie of it and just, like post it on instagram and i'll look at it in my normal routine in the morning as i surf the internet no that would be terrible when she first told me about this story she said oh my gosh i have this the what did she say like the scariest story or a really spooky story or something like that that's how she started this off and i was like yes ghosts or home invasion or you know my cousin was a murderer or something like that which you guys all know I thrive on and then she told me about no paper just bows and I thought we should have a conversation about what spooky means make sure we're on the same page here with your (laughs) definition of spooky (laughs) that wasn't it was terrible but it wasn't spooky so anyway that is selena thank you so much i love it so Jen, yeah do you have any stories oh, I, no <laughs> um we've talked about some of the i mean stories we yeah, haven't already I know. talked See, about and yeah. that's the that's the problem when all when the whole point of this is for me to talk i've been squeezed by my last drops of good stories um i uh I remember just getting socks from a couple of like distant relatives. That was really upsetting. My dad's dad um, was never really uh, in the picture a lot. And at one point he was living in Arizona. um, I imagine. uh, And he had shipped us socks, but what makes it worse is that my birthday falls uh, close ish to the holidays, not really close to Christmas. I would argue, especially as a child getting gifts, it's more than a month away. So technically it does not fit under the one gift rule, but because we rarely got gifts anyway, and it was not a consistent thing. I think that year I ended up getting like a box of socks, not even fun, clever socks, just like utilitary, like just very, this is your keep These will keep your feet warm um, as a combined birthday Christmas present. And that was just unacceptable. That would be like yeah. just white. It's like, cool socks like yeah a pack of six yeah. and of course as an adult oh my gosh like, yes i literally Thank asked you. my dad for socks when i moved to virginia because it's so cold and i've never been so excited to see fuzzy wool socks well and that yeah you know what that's the thing is that um socks are expensive and i didn't realize that socks were expensive until i was an adult but if you go to any sort of running store to get the the special that support and help and wick and whatever they're like $15 a piece. And then the 
bacon. Those are like 20 bucks me. a piece. Yeah. Those are, nice. Those are nice. Like if you guys, if you guys want to drop me some wool socks from REI, yeah, exactly. go ahead. Man. Yeah. I love it. I love hiking and I love those wool socks, but damn, if I'm going to spend $20. Yeah. Oh my God. What about you, Tanya? What's uh, hit us with a a good story? Uh, One of my most favorite Christmas memories is um, when I was in high school, maybe a freshman in high school, there was a friend of mine whose family was going through a really, really tough time for whatever reason. And um, I found out that they weren't going to be able to afford a Christmas tree. And for some reason, that just shattered me. Christmas without a Christmas tree. So I told my dad, you know, this, this girl is not going to have a Christmas tree. And I just think that's the worst thing in the world. And I somehow convinced him it wasn't difficult, but I convinced him to go down to the Christmas tree farm and buy a Christmas tree for this family and drop it off. And I remember him being reluctant about it. And I thought, you know, it's Christmas. You should, you should buy people Christmas trees on Christmas. Like that's my dad didn't have any money. They, after the divorce and lost businesses and everything was separated and whatnot, we, we just, we didn't really have a whole lot of money. And I didn't realize the strain that I was asking him to put himself under until, uh, I was an adult myself, but as a child watching him go to the Christmas tree farm and putting this Christmas tree on the top of our car and then driving it to this girl's house and dropping it off. And we didn't knock on the door. We didn't, you know, make a big deal about it. He just put it by the door and then we drove away. And again, it wasn't until I was an adult when I realized that people have a really hard time with handouts, handouts. Um, And he, his, his main concern was that he didn't want people, this family to think that we were making them some sort of charity case. Right. So Christmas tree by the door, we got in the car and drove away. And that did something to my heart for life. Like I will never forget that moment um, when he did that. And then on the same token, just last week, my mother, who's like four foot 11, 70 year old woman looked in her car. I was like, mom, are you making a fort or something? She had like tarps in her car and she's like no i'm gonna drop these off to the homeless people i was like what i mean what wait what what are you doing (laughs) she's like off to the homeless people along the side of the street campments and they need tarps and it's cold and rainy i was like damn i come from some good stuff i I don't want to say we don't have money because we have everything we need but it's not like we don't worry about paying the bills every month and this woman goes out to the hardware store buys a bunch of tarps and then hands them out to God knows who on the side of the road because she's concerned that it's going to rain and these people are going to be wet. And I'm like, what else could abs? I mean, I'm speechless. Uh, yes, I'm absolutely. Speechless. Good genes. See, this is why you're such an amazing person. I think. Good genes. <laughs> yeah. <'cause- laughs> so yeah, much therapy. therapy. Let's not Lots discount the therapy. therapy. Yeah, we all need. Lots we all need therapy. That. I mean, the, the, the cruises around the world I could take if I was just stable to begin with. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I love therapy. No, anyway, I, I, I don't know if I've said this in the past or not, but I am not really a big Christmas person. I've never enjoyed 
Christmas for a plethora of reasons. But when I think about the holiday and I think about acts of kindness like that, that's when I really feel like, okay, this is a good feeling. That's a good story. Those that's great. I love those. No, no soapboxes. We tried to make it about the stories. And I, I feel like we did a good job. Thank you so much, everybody, for uh, reaching out to us. We had a ton of people who had some really great stories. And if you guys like this and you keep sending us stories, we'll keep yeah, doing it. Absolutely. This was really great. It's nice to get to hear everyone else's kind of input and just grow our community a little more. Yay. I love our family. I love our family. I love you, you guys so much. So thank you for being a part of it and have a wonderful holiday, whatever that looks like for you. Thanks so much for joining us. Look for this and other episodes on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. Visit letsadultpod.com now for more information on episodes, how to support us, and where to follow us. And don't forget to rate, like, subscribe, comment, and share so we can continue to ask the question, are we we adulting adulting yet? yet? (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>